0: hi my name is dr free and thank you so much for listening to this episode let me ask you a question how would you like to know how to ask and receive immediately if I can show you how to receive every time you ask for something would you like to know if the answer is yes then listen real close In this episode, I will show you exactly how you two can get results immediately when you ask, so that your joy may be full. Jesus said in John 15, 11 that, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. He wants you to have joy alive full of joy but that's not what we are here to talk about today we are talking about mark 11 24 explain i call it mark 11 24 explain the only mark 11 24 explanation you will ever need if you are not familiar with mark 11 24 then continue to listen because in this episode i'm explaining exactly what that means When he said the things that he said in Mark 11, verse 24. Let's look at some statistics that I came across the other day. The Christian population in the United States continue to change at a rapid rate. It's changing. And this change is not trending up. The change that based on this Pew Research data, the change is trending down year over year. We are seeing negative comps every year when they did this survey. This numbers is staggering when you look at exactly what is happening in the Christian community in the United States. In a pure research conducted in 2018 and 2019, that research says that 65% of American adults describe themselves as Christians when asked about their religion is gone down by 12 percentage points over the last 10 years or over the past decade meanwhile the religiously unaffiliated those who don't classify themselves as christians or with any religion of the population consisting of people who describe themselves as atheists agnostics or nothing nothing in particular now stands at 26% of the US adult population is up 17% since 2009. That is staggering numbers to see that this group of people have gone up 17% in a decade, and those who identify as Christians has gone down 12% of the US adult population based on this Pew. Research And Pew Research is a notable research institute in the United States, if you don't know about them. They go on to say that the Protestants and Catholics are experiencing huge losses of population share. Currently, 43% of U.S. adults identify themselves as Protestants, down 51% since 2009. One in five adults, about 20% of the adults that were surveyed, are Catholic. Catholicism in the United States has gone down 23% since 2009. Meanwhile, all subsets of religiously unaffiliated population, the group known as religious nuns, have seen their numbers swell or increase or grow decade over decade, if you put it that way. Now, self-described atheists, the atheists account for just 4% of the population, but it seems like they have a very large microphone in the country. They are just about 4% of the U.S. adults and modestly, but significantly from 2% A decade ago, in 2009, they've increased 2% to 4%. That means they've doubled in 10 years. And then the research goes on to talk about agnostics makes up about 5% of the U.S. adult population. Up 3% also a decade ago. And 17% of these Americans now describe their religion as nothing in particular. That means they don't go either way. They just stay in the middle somehow. Not a good place to be. But that's 17% of the population, up 12% since 2009. Members of non Christian religions also have grown modestly, meaning that other non Christian religions like Islam and Buddhism and others are seeing increased growth as a share of the adult population in the United States. The data went on to show that just like rates of religious affiliation, rate of religious attendance, church going are declining as well. Over the last decade, so the the research, the reason they're using it, 10 years. They do it every 10 years to see where the population is headed when it comes to their religious affiliation. Is that over the last decade, the share of Americans who say they attended church service or religious services at least once or twice a month dropped 7 percentage points. While the share of those who say they attend religious service less often, if at all, has risen by the same degree, about 7%. That's why you see church attendances keep dropping year over year. Regular worship attenders, those who attend religious services or church services, at least once or twice a month, are normal those who attend service only occasionally, or not at all, by a 52 to 47 margin, percentage margin. Today, those figures are reversed. More Americans now say they attend religious service a few times a year or less. That's 54% of the population that were surveyed than said they attend at least on a monthly basis. So, visibly, we've been seeing the trend as well that church attendances across the nation has really dropped And it continues to decline year over year. And the question is why? Why are people not interested anymore to go to church? Or attend their religious services? Why are people abandoning their faith? Faith is everything. Without faith, the Bible says that it is impossible to please God. A nation without faith cannot continue to prosper. So why are people continue to stay back or pull back or abandon their faith and classify themselves as the religious nun or unaffiliated or nothing in particular? I believe that some of these people have been burned or they are discouraged or they don't see any results from all this religious activities. That's why I don't like religion because it is nothing but ceremonial activities that people continue to undertake. And at some point, they give up. At some point, they drop the Bible and move on. Perhaps you have experienced something like this. They told you, or you prayed for something for hours and still you didn't see any results. You ask others to pray with you or pray for you, but still no resource. They told you God is going to do it. And one year gone by, five years gone by, 10 years gone by, or 20 years have gone by, and still no answers, no resource to that prayer. So you gave up and you said, forget going to church. Forget God. Because we don't understand the Bible in most cases when you read it. So we do all these things. And when nothing happens, we declare that it doesn't work. So we move on. Because of this and, you know, among other things, so many people have abandoned their faith, their prayer life, their belief system. And quietly declared it does not work. Listen. I have been there I have been there I've done it all they told me I need to pray more so I did they told me I need to fast more so I did I went from 40 days of fasting to 21 days of fasting on a regular basis to seven days of fasting to three days of fasting and I have now seen people who have increased the normals of days to fast some i've seen some people saying we are going to fast for 51 days i see if the 40 days wasn't enough the 21 days didn't move god all the other activities that we were told to perform did not move god so we are increasing the effort that we put into our prayer life and our fasting days so i saw that and i thought that was very interesting that now you've Beyond the 40 days to 51 days now. See, we do all these things hoping to please God. All these activities and the things that we do, we do all these things hoping to what? To please God so that He answers and supply our needs. That is why we are doing all these things. But He said in His word that without faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God he never said doing any other things will please him he said without faith it is impossible to please God so let's turn real close I'm not here to tell you that fasting is wrong I'm not here to tell you that prayer is wrong I still do those things but I do it with clear understanding fasting is good for you And it has its benefits. And you must fast. So I'm not saying that don't fast. I still do. I still do. But with different kind of understanding when I do it. Praying at all times. Pray without ceasing is good. And it has its benefit. I'm more than ever. But but with clear and better understanding, I pray. And now I see results. It is interesting how we try to do all these things thinking that the kingdom of heaven is some sort of a warehouse that if we do more, then our prayers might get through and the angels will move and start packaging our gifts and send it our way. But the kingdom of God is not a warehouse filled with belt and... You know, moving things like the Amazon type of um, automated warehouse. The Bible says to pray without season. These are all good things. You got to pray without season. In First Thessalonians 5:16 through 17, it says, "Rejoice at all times. Rejoice. Pray. Pray without season. Then give thanks in every circumstance. For this is the will of God for you." In Christ Jesus so we've seen where people have done all kinds of things and they don't believe anymore some have been burned they gave and gave and gave and they don't see any results so they left I don't blame them because we have failed to let people know what it means when we read the Bible my goal has been that when you understand who you are when you finally understand who you are, all things become possible to you. The Bible says, "Because of lack of knowledge my people perish." So if you don't understand who you are at some point, you become discouraged. Our key scripture here is Mark 11:24. But let's start with Mark 11:23. Mark 11:23. He said that, "For truly I say to you, that whoever shall say to this mountain so mountain anything that is lifting itself above the plain or above the norm anything that is lifting itself above the norm in your life in your family in your business that mountain he said whoever shall say to this mountain be removed and be you cast into the sea and shall not doubt and shall not separate himself from that thing that he has said, or shall not discriminate or dispute that which he has said in his heart, but shall believe, dare to think that it is true, that very moment that he said it, those things which he has said shall come to pass, and he shall have what ever he said that is in verse 23 so with our key verse 24 which is our key verse he said therefore now he explained that when you say something in verse 23 to that thing that is challenging you that is lifting itself above the plain the mountain you speak to it with the tongue the power that he has put in you and if you don't disbelieve what you have said, if you don't doubt what you have said, if you don't separate or discriminate or dispute in your heart that which you have said, but you believe, do you dare to think that it is true that very moment, that those things which you have said shall come to pass. He said, You shall have whatsoever you have said. This is a promise that cannot be broken. In verse 24, like we talk about, he said, Therefore I say unto you, what is so ever you desire, what you call for, that desire, the things you call for, when you pray or when you ask for it, believe, work, work to bring it into existence. And the work here is not the, the, the things that I talked about previously, the fasting, the prayers, then all that thing that we do in the physical, in our five senses. He said, when you pray, when you ask for it, work or believe the word believe they ask jesus what shall we do to do the work of god and he told them to believe and i've talked about this before that believing is a work it's a very difficult work when everything around you seems to be going downward everything is negative and he tells you to believe that is the work that i'm talking about they say no you say yes they say you are sick you say i'm healed they say you are weak you say i'm i'm strong you say they say you are poor you say i'm rich that is what the bible talks about when it said then you believe that you receive them where do you receive i just prayed about it in my you know in my five senses through my my spirit being has just prayed and i believe that i'll receive it but in the five senses, i haven't seen the physical result that i can touch that i can smell or that i can feel but he said when i believe that i have received them and this is where most people have missed the mark we are sinning by missing the mark of understanding what this means when you ask believe now That you have received it. Where? In your spirit. In the inner man that dwells in you. The life-giving spirit that dwells in you. Believe that you have received that in him. Now. He said when you do that. The second part he goes on and said. Then you shall have them. Have them where? You, You said I should believe that I have received it. Then why are you then telling me I shall have them? Believe that you have received it in your spirit. And you will have them. In your five senses. In your physical. I believe I have it. I I believe I have it. And I'm not going to separate myself from that belief that I have received it. And he promised that you shall then have it in your physical. And that is where there is a disconnect. Because some people go 24 hours. They don't see it in the physical. And then they give up. Go for a week and they don't see it and then they give up. But if you believe that you have received it, it doesn't matter when it shows up in the physical. I believe that I have received it. It is mine because if you know who you are, then you understand that the second Adam, the spirit being that dwells in you always, if you don't disconnect from him. That is the doubt part that he talked about would always win over the physical i, I always taught say that the second adam research that the second adam always win over the physical so the things that you are experiencing in your physical today these are the things that you have received in the past that's why they are in your life today the decisions, the seed that you have sown in the past, the belief system that you have, have that it says something is going to happen to you and then you believe it. And now they show up in your physical. It's just a matter of time. Whatsoever a man thinketh, so shall he be in the physical. Whatsoever a man thinks in his spirit being, so shall he be in where? In his five senses. So that is our key scripture. And then he goes on to tell you in Matthew Chapter 7, verse 7 to 8. He said, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone who asks, receives. You get it? He said, he didn't discriminate about this. He said, everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it shall be open. If you ask, you receive. If you seek, you find. If you knock, it will be open to you. So these are the guarantees that he's giving you. And in Matthew 21 22, he said, And all these things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. And in Matthew 18 19, again i say unto you that if two of you now this particular scripture i've read it so many times for years that so he, he talks about when to agree on it as touching anything it shall be given but what if if you're in a situation where there's no one else to a believer next to you to agree with you then what do you do Right? But he said in, in Matthew Matthew eighteen, nineteen, said, so I say unto you that if two of you and I came to understand that when my spirit being and my five senses agree, if he that dwells in me and my physical agrees on this earth, as touching anything that we ask, it shall be done for us. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. The scripture is very deep. Very, very deep. And you must understand when you read the scripture so that your joy may be full. So in Mark 11, our key scripture again, 24, he gave us three strategic approach that we should take. One, the desire. A strategy. The things that we want to see happen, that is the desire. Or that is the strategy. The middle part of it, he said, then ask for that. So you desire something. You have a plan. You have a strategy. You have something you want to accomplish. That is one. Then he said, ask for it. So the desire could be that mountain. And then when you ask for it, he said, believe. When? Tomorrow, no. Next week, no. He said, when I ask when means the that I ask for it, I should believe that I have received it. Part one, I call that part one of receiving. First, you must begin from within, believe that you have it now. Believe that you have it now. So, let me let me give you this example if you have shop on any e-commerce, notable e-commerce website like Amazon, Home Depot, or Walmart, or any, you know, notable, well-known e-commerce companies out there. So let's use Amazon, for example, especially if you have a Prime account, right? And when you place an order, in most cases, I could say 90, 98, 99% of the time, at least based on my experience, when I hit that button that, finalize my order or place my order i believe i have received the product i don't lose sleep over it i don't worry over it i don't go back and keep checking that this order went through or i don't even check my confirmation email because i trust this company that has set the standard of e-commerce and the delivery shipping process everything so i do not go back and try to figure out if they receive my order. I do not go back and wonder where is my order? Where is my shipment? Okay. I understand that some people might have had other experiences with Amazon, but in most cases, they've kind of streamlined a process where your order will come. It's the same way. When I hit that prayer button, I believe that moment that I have received it. I do not want to wonder whether God heard me or not because he is with me. And if he's with me, he said in his Word that he will never leave me nor forsake me. So wherever I go, he is with me. And if he is with me and he's in me and he's one with me, then when I ask, I know that he heard me. And if I believe that he heard me, just like I'm using the Amazon, confirm your order button. When I confirm my prayer, I believe. That I have received when I confirm my prayer. I believe that I have received, you see, and I go on with my life thanking Him that I have received. And then the doorbell rings, and the box is placed, and they even take a picture of it and send it to you that they deliver your package. If you can trust in a mankind approach of fulfilling. Your desires, you place that order because you desire that product. He said, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received that very moment in the spirit being, and it is a matter of time be- before they ring that doorbell and deliver in the physical. When you hit that button on Amazon, do you understand what is beyond the browser? What happened after that? Do you worry about... Gee, I'm not really sure if Amazon got my order. I'm not really sure if it went through. You don't, in most cases, you don't, if you have experience ordering online all the time, you don't all worry about this kind of stuff anymore. You trust, you put all your faith in Amazon. And sometimes people spend thousands of dollars ordering things online. You put your faith in this worldly system and you trust them to deliver. You know, we are in a very difficult time with this coronavirus thing going on. But let me ask you this question. When they tell you to wear masks, you believe it. When they say stay six feet away from someone, you believe. Why is it not 10 feet? Why is it not 15 feet? Why is it not three feet, right? They tell you all these things and you believe it. So you every day you are living by faith. You are living by faith. They say, wash your hand. Why should I wash my hand? Because there are other places of the world where people are not washing their hands and they are fine. So why do you believe that? This thing called coronavirus, you don't see it with your eyes, but you believe that it's there. So now you are very careful. You are washing your hands and you should continue to do the guidelines that the CDC has put out. You are continuing to live by faith according to the CDC. You get me? You are living by faith every day. And based on the statistics we look at, even the atheists, they live by faith. They have belief system. They don't believe there is God, right? So that is their belief system. Everybody can... Everyone lives by faith. You cannot live in a vacuum. It's either you believe in something or you don't believe. And if you don't believe, that's your belief system. And when you believe, that's your belief system as well. So we all live by faith. The CDC... put guidelines and we live by that faith we live according to the cdc and i'm not downing them god bless them that is what their role is in our physical society amazon role is to deliver your product that you desire god role here he said that when you pray believe that you have received it receive it where in my physical no i have received it in my spirit i believe i have it now right now that i speak i believe that i have the thing that i talk about that i have i desired and i have received it and he said to me that it's just a matter of time before my doorbell rings it's a matter of time before it shows up in the physical if i don't doubt if i don't disconnect the world doubt is basically being disconnected or separating yourself or discriminating and disputing the prayer that you just prayed if you don't disconnect if you don't dispute that which you have prayed he said then you shall have it so number one in mark 11 24 What is your desire? Create that strategy. Number two, finalize your order. That means ask for it and finalize it. Click the order button. Then go on with your life believing that you have receiving. That is part one of the receiving. And then the part two, you shall receive them in your physical. Continue to believe and give thanks. When I'm done with that, I thank you, Lord, that I have received it. I thank you that I have received it. Because like I use the Amazon example, when I finalize my order, I know that I have received my package. So whatever it is that you have asked in prayer, continue to believe and live in thanksgiving. More, oh, Lord, I thank you that I have received it in my five senses now. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that I have it. That is how I live my life. I thank you that I have received it. And this is the real fact, the real receiving. Everything in your life today, good or bad, attains the seed that you have knowingly or unknowingly received previously. Yesterday, last week, last month, years ago. And that is why they are showing up in your five senses today. We live by faith all the time. Sometimes we don't even think about it everyone on this planet lives by faith We live by faith every minute of our life so I thank you that I have received it and then I live in Thanksgiving mode thanking God that I have received it in my five senses I thank you Lord the things that I have prayed I have received I have received it in my five senses I cannot touch it and feel it and smell it I thank you that it is here now in the mighty name of Jesus and I live like that and I tell you this friend just like Amazon will deliver your product God has given you everything you ask for don't disconnect don't dispute don't disbelieve don't separate yourself from that and he said you shall have them in the physical Amazon shipping is perfected at some point the best delivery system they have in place when you place your order on Amazon, you get it, you get it. And I understand that in some cases, there might be a mishap. Okay. So I'm not saying that they are 110% perfect, but God is 150% or 200% saying that the, the thing that you have believed, it is done. He has finished everything. When he hung on the tree, he said, it is finished. So do you have to pray 40 days, 51 days? All these things that we do to really see the power of God manifest in our life. I don't think so. Should you be doing something like that uh, from time to time? I, I strongly believe that. But when you have clear understanding why you are fasting or why you are praying and how to pray properly and effectively, then you begin to see the resource in your life so that you are not becoming or you will not become part of the statistics that we talk about, the decline of people of faith in the country anymore. It is time to live by faith, especially in this time that we are in, in this coronavirus season that we are in. It is time to live by faith. You cannot live by fear. They say, the Bible said the judge shall live by faith. And without faith, you cannot please him. He didn't say, if you don't fast 21 days, you can't please me. If you don't fast 51 days that some people are doing now, you cannot please me. He said, no, you cannot please him without faith. So having faith is pleasing him. And doing the work of God, again, is believing. So believe. Believe. Let me pray for you today. I pray that you have received that which you desire. I agree with you that we have received on your behalf. You have received that which you desire in the mighty name of Jesus. You ask for it. Go ahead. If you didn't ask for anything, I'll be here waiting. Go ahead. we we'll ask for it now. You can pause this episode, pause it and ask for it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Now that you are back, i agree with you that you have received that request believe it you asked for it your spirit being has received it you have received it i believe with you that you have received it in the name of jesus and it's just a matter of time that your doorbell rings it's a matter of time before you get that phone call it's a matter of time before you get that letter That everything is fine. It's a matter of time before the doctors tell you that they misdiagnose you. It's a matter of time. I believe with you that you have received that which you asked for in the name of Jesus. And I bless you right now. I declare you blessed. I declare you healed, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. No weapon shall form against you. Any tragedy that were headed your way, I put a stop to it. In the mighty name of Jesus, I divert it and I cast into the sea. Any mountain, anything that is lifting itself higher above like a mountain, together you and I, I speak to it in the name of jesus and i say be removed and be cast into the sea and we believe in our heart that we have received that which we have said i speak healing i speak prosperity i speak health into your life i speak into your business and i declare your business successful in the mighty name of jesus no accident no tragedy no sickness no viruses shall attack your body in the name of jesus for I plead the blood of Jesus over you. You are protected from the world system in the name of Jesus. Any application of jobs that you have put out, they have called you in Jesus' name. You have received multiple offers now, right now, in Jesus' name. Rejoice in that. Rejoice that you have received it. Keep rejoicing that you have received it. Live in thanksgiving mode that you have received it. Thank you when it comes in the physical as well. Continue to live in thanksgiving mode when you pray, knowing that you have received it. So I declare you blessed. I declare you wealthy. I declare you whole in the name of Jesus. You are whole in every way in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you today for your word. That we understand, Mark 11:24 24. That when we say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And we don't doubt or separate ourselves from that which we have declared. And we believe in our heart that we have received. You said we shall receive them in a fiscal. If we believe we have received it today. So we thank you that we have received it. We believe we have received it and nothing can take it away from us so we thank you again i thank you for this dear loved one i bless you i bless your household i bless your business in the mighty name of jesus again my name is dr free and thank you so much for listening to this episode if you haven't subscribed do me a favor subscribe right now and tell your friends and family to subscribe today